Hey everybody, welcome to the Yankees FanCast. My name is Dan, and uh, I'm My here... My name's Greg. <laughs> yeah, I'm here with Greg, and uh, we are your hosts. So um, we're going to be discussing all things Yankees here. So uh, this is our very first podcast. Thank you very much for joining us. Thank you. So what do you think about this A-Rod thing? I'm glad he came out and just said that he did it, you know, instead of pulling the Roger Clemens thing. Um, it stinks that he did, but I mean, he kind of he kind of looked it like he like he probably did back then. So he shouldn't be um, fined or he shouldn't be suspended or anything unless they're going to pull out the other 103 names and s- suspend them or cause action against them too. You know? Yeah, I was reading. Seelig made a statement and basically said that you know it was disappointing. He was glad that Alex came out and you know and admitted to it um but it was disappointing and that he doesn't he doesn't think they're going to pursue any disciplinary action or suspension because it happened you know before and before the policies were in place and that he's just going to have to live with that shame so i was like all right that's cool yeah that's good because i i hadn't read that one they the one that i had read was earlier in the day it said he was thinking about that and doing something about bonds being the home run king or something Mm. Uh, they're looking into that too. Wow! Like, you know what? He is. You can't take away the numbers. The the season happened, so you gotta. It sucks, but that's the way it is. I'm sure somebody's gonna beat him soon enough. You know, I mean, A Rod's gonna beat him, but the three years are tainted or whatever. Yeah, and it's, there's it's true. There's people coming behind him too, so I don't know. Yeah, there's a lot more. This is. I mean, he's the biggest star in baseball, and now there's going to be, I think there's going to be a lot more fallout. There's going to be a lot, I mean, it's just interesting that he was the one that was leaked out of that list, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Sounds like somebody didn't like him. Baseball's going to, yeah, exactly. Baseball's going to have to figure out, you know, how they're going to remember this era. I mean, I don't think they can close the the record books because it's it's just so, I don't know, prevalent. There's so much going on. Um, Yeah. And... I was reading an article like other other players in the league talking about it, and this one pitcher was saying how he he thinks he should be kicked out of the league or whatever. He's all he's all mad because you know he made him look bad. You know he was a pitcher and, and A Rod would beat him up pitching, hmm. but he he was he was saying that he was mad about all that. He's like, oh, all the other people weren't doing it. I wasn't doing it, so he made me look bad. But I'm like, dude. You know, who knows if you did or not? I mean, we didn't think he did until just a little while ago. You could say you didn't, but I don't know. You know how many people did? So uh, this whole era is gonna they're gonna have to deal with it and just accept it and move on and keep the penalties. You know? Yeah, that's. Or, or maybe make it so when you test positive, you're kicked out for a year, like right off the bat. Yeah, that that's that's a sharp penalty, but it will teach people. You know? Yeah, it will. Won't be doing it anymore. They were. I, I really love the MLB network. It's, it's slowly becoming like my favorite network. They were doing an interview this morning with um, Jay Bruce from uh, Cincinnati. He came up last year. He was a rookie, but he was talking about how, like, you know, when he started in the minor leagues, like three, four years ago, they finally started getting the drug policies in place, and now it's just, you know, they're testing constantly in the minor leagues. And now when they get to the big leagues, so hopefully, you know, it's it's over. You know, it's done with. When, when they do that, they really have to define 
what is a performance enhancing drug and what is illegal and what's not because A-Rod made a good point I think he was I don't know how truthful he was being in his I mean I kind of have you kind of have to accept it as being the truth yeah but said you know you could get anything over the counter and then the next year it was illegal you know so they're going to have to define it and update that list once a year yeah. as to what you can and cannot use because they use protein they use creatine they use Mm-hmm. All these other things that maybe next year will be illegal. And they have to define it and say when they test positive for this thing that shouldn't be there, they gotta look at the list and say, okay, it's not on the list. He's he's safe this year. They gotta really be be uh, on top of it. Yeah, it's the truth because these guys are, you know, it's it's their livelihood. They're gonna do whatever they can to, you know be the best at what they do and you know so performance enhancing or whatever nutrition whatever they can do to get an advantage that's you know what it's come down to really they also have to i think their trainers should be watched because a trainer is gonna get some awesome client like you know a rod he gets a rod as his client and A-Rod starts to fall off a little bit or whatever. So he, it, A-Rod comes to him and says, I need to get better. You know, and he starts doing everything he can to not lose that client. What if he rubs something on, you know, that that is all of a sudden illegal? You know, you got to watch that, too. I, I wouldn't be surprised if they said, oh, this is fine, and then did something just to keep their job, you know. That's totally you true. what's going to happen. Definitely. Did you see that little post I put up there about uh, the depth chart this year? But uh, it's looking like the starting lineups will be like for the Yankees. I didn't look at it yet. I, I was writing this uh, A-Rod thing. Okay. I'm still trying to think of how <laughs> I want to finish it before I read the next thing. Um, yeah, what was interesting is left field with Matsui is like fourth on the depth chart. He's not even. He's not going to look like he's going to be uh, a position player anymore. He'll just be a DH. Really? So, yeah order on the depth chart for left. So this is what it's looking like. Johnny Damon will probably start in left field. Mm-hmm. Xavier Nady's second on the depth chart there. Nick Swisher's third. Hideki Matsui's fourth. For center field, we got Brent Gardner. Second in center field would be Melky Cabrera, Nick Swisher, Johnny Damon. Um, and then you've got Xavier Nady starting in right field with Nick Swisher um, second on the depth chart there. Of course, you got Rodriguez at third base, Jeter at shortstop, Cano at second to share at first, Swisher is second on the depth chart at first, Posada, Molina, and uh, Cervelli um, as the catchers. Because I don't think Cervelli will be the number third guy. No. They picked up that. Uh, they picked up another catcher this year mm. that has some major league experience. I thought he was going to be third. Like, yeah. Nah. It's funny because it was last updated today, so that's uh, oh. interesting. But you know, who knows? They could be withholding some info here. So, but it's, uh, they're going to be watching um, Jesus Montero or Jesus Montero um, because it looks like he's coming up pretty quick and he's a catcher. So, what? Uh, where did he finish last season? Was he a Triple A or was he in Double A or what was he at last year? He spent time in both single and double. Okay, that's cool. So the uh, rotations like is Sabathia, Burnett, Wong, Pettit, uh, Chamberlain, and then beyond that, you've got Phil Hughes, um, uh, Kennedy, 
the Kennedy, but somebody's before him, and I'm, I'm probably not going to pronounce this right. Uh, Aceves, A C E V E S. Oh, yep, uh, Alfredo Aceves. Aceves, okay. He played a couple games last year at the end of the season. Okay, yeah. And then uh, for the bullpen, you got Rivera, Marte, Bruni, um, Abladejo, Veras, Ramirez, Robertson, and and Coke. Um, and then DHing, they they have Matsui, Damon, Posada. So interesting. Posada quite a bit of time off this year. Yeah, definitely. I. Um, it's it's interesting. So you look at this, and it's like you guys guys like Nick Swisher and Xavier Nady, you know, newer guys, uh, especially Swisher since he's new to the team this season. But it's like he could be a little underutilized. Like he might not be a, necessarily be a starter. And uh, you look at this lineup, and you know, almost anywhere else in the league, he'd be certainly a starter. You know. Yeah. So I'm surprised they haven't figured out a way to trade him yet, just to cut the ten million that they. Yeah. You know. Yeah, because they picked him up. Well before they got to Shara, and I think that was that was the quick resolution, you know, for them it was like, oh, we're gonna get Swisher, and then yeah, it's they Shara got him. They got him. They jumped on him just in case they didn't go after Tashera if something ended up happening and they couldn't go after him or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Do you uh, know if Wong um, has been thrown a lot? And what uh, his status was? Schedule for opening day. I know that. Good. Um, he had a couple bullpen, or maybe just flat ground, not mound yet, or something like that. Okay. So, but he has been throwing from the the right distance and everything. Good. Um, Matsui has also been rehabbing really well in Japan. Um, so he's on. He's a. I think that's he's so low on the depth chart until he can prove himself. You know, I know they'll give him some chances, and if he can run, then yep. they'll then they'll start to use him more. Definitely. Remember, he just was. He liked you. Yeah, I mean, he came aboard, and he was just such a such a strong player, and he and he didn't really get hurt until he had that that broken wrist a couple seasons ago. Mm-hmm. It's like after that, he's just had a string of bad luck. But I mean, he's he's still a guy that could be a threat, in my opinion. You know, he could he could definitely come in and do some good things for the Yankees. The one unproven in this lineup is uh, is Brent Gardner, and I just. I know, like he had, uh, he had some good moments last season, but just uh, I don't know. It's in my eyes, he hasn't proven himself as like an everyday guy yet. That's definitely true. They, he does need to prove himself as an everyday guy. I think they're going to give him every opportunity too, because they're getting a little ticked off at Melky. Yeah, I, I think Melky and and even Cano, like, just need to see them mature a little bit. You know, I, I like their energy that they bring, but they're just they're goofy. You know, and they. And both of them, especially Cano, he's been in the team, you know, several seasons now. And it's just like looking for that next guy to kind of step up and to kind of pass that torch to whoever who's going to be the next leader of the Yankees, you know. Who's the next young guy that's going to step up and carry that mantle for the Yankees? Uh, you know, you hope it would be a homegrown guy like a Cano or a Mucky Cabrera, but, you know, they're just, mm-hmm. <laughs> they're just too mature still. Did you see that whole thing with uh, Miguel Tejada now? Yeah, he was crying in front of um, the media as he as he apologized there. Yeah, he might be deported. That's the latest. Really? Yeah, that's pretty. Uh, that's pretty rough, man. He's um, he's in a world of trouble. I mean, not only is he, I mean, he lied to a federal, 
federal you know, jury, or, or he, I guess he was in front of the Senate. He lied to. That's that's not good. That's going to wind up in world of trouble beyond baseball. So. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's uh, they're they're still mulling whether or not to to talk to Clemens about the same kind of thing. Oh, I can only imagine what's going to go down with Clemens. He's, um, I mean, he he blatantly lied. <laughs> it, is, it was very blatant, um, especially with this them sitting there with needles with his blood on it, and him saying, "No, that's not mine." Well, more and more just comes out with that, I and mean, you hear more and more that just makes him seem even guiltier and delusional at the same time. Yeah. Exactly. I don't know. Uh, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a tough fight for him if he's gonna keep on saying that he didn't do it. Yeah. I mean, if he turns back now, he's he's screwed. Yeah, I mean, he's beyond that point. You know, he's beyond that point of being able to say, "Sorry, guys, I lied." Yeah. <laughs> he's yeah he's dug himself a really deep hole, and uh, uh, it's too bad because what a you know amazing career he had and you know, mm-hmm. an awesome pitcher and. He's one of those guys, you know, you look at Barry Bonds early on, he was the same kind of way when he was with, um, when he was with Pittsburgh, he was with the Pirates, he had a really a great career already, you know, before he was allegedly using steroids, and same thing with Clemens, I really think Clemens only did it to prolong his career, you know. Yeah, definitely, to keep holding on a bit, a bit longer to the, to the edge that he had, being that power pitcher, and it just, it's too bad. Yeah, it is. It's so funny, though, you think back, I mean... It's the last couple of years, all the uh, the revelations there's been with steroids and uh, performance-enhancing drugs. And I just think about last season, you know, you had Pettit, you know, um, coming out. And now that just seems so long ago. It seems like, which in my mind is it's kind of a good thing because, you know, you've had Giambi and, and A-Rod and all these guys, they're starting to come out um, with information and you hear more about other players. But Andy Pettit... Um, coming out and saying that he had used um, performance enhancing drugs um, and that was just last year but it seems so long ago it's becoming like a distant memory at this point so maybe that's a good thing that you know this a lot of this drama will pass you know I hope. yeah you, you hope it you hope it passes um, I think Andy also got lucky that you know his his use seems to be and nobody can dispute the fact that it was very short-lived right three times or whatever to come back from an injury and you know they can kind of be like okay that's forgivable and yeah. the fact that he wasn't he's he's not a shoe in he wasn't a shoe in for the hall of fame anyway you know he, he just doesn't have enough wins and he's still talking and he's already talking retiring and stuff yeah. like postseason stuff but yeah what do you think he's gonna be able to give them this year i'm hoping he gives them 15 wins yeah i think he should be able to as if he without all the drama that he had last year and plus, he's, you know, he. I think he was trying really hard to try and carry the carry the team when, yeah. I mean, Moose was carrying him, but Andy was trying to really bring up, be that second man in the in the rotation there, and he, he just died. You know, he, he yeah. threw it all in the first half of the season and just was out of gas. And going yep. up against, you know, the other guys' aces, and you know, if he's going up against the the fifth starter, he's winning. But if he's going up against somebody else's ace, he's not, he's not going to win. And the offense wasn't really helping him either. I mean, this is a guy who probably was more used to getting like three or three to five runs a game help, and he's getting one or two runs a game at, at a lot of games, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. So hopefully the offense can help out the pitchers a bit more this year. I hope so. Pettit could be one of those guys that kind of flies under the radar, especially you know, Ong and Burnett and Sabathia coming out. 
Mm-hmm. Um, you know, those are the guys that, you know, the expectation is they're going to win 15 or, you know, quite a bit more games than that. But uh, hopefully it's going to be Pettit that uh, if Quirley comes in and has a really good season, and I'd love to see 15 wins. That would be awesome. <laughs> yeah. Great. I mean, this the Pat, last year he went, what, 14 of 14? Yeah. And, you know, he had all the drama at the beginning of the season, all the questions, and he went out there and, and he did really well, and then he kind of fell off towards the end. So if he could, if he comes into camp in strong shape with all the drama beforehand, hold on a little bit, he'll he'll have a good season, I think. Yep. So, and I hate to say it, I was kind of during the during the course of the winter, I was kind of like, oh, I wish Moose would just come in here and say, I'll take a five million dollar deal, and and I'm just take him instead of Andy. <laughs> but that didn't happen, obviously. <laughs> I I think with Moose. He maybe went out at the right time. He he had uh, he had a good season last year. I mean, oh, he had an amazing um, career season. He um, you know some some of these guys hang on a little bit too long. I mean, maybe he would have had a 15 game win season. Who knows um, what he would have yeah. been capable of doing? But you know, I uh, I tip my cap to him. I, I, he was a good Yankee. I liked him when he came up uh, with the uh, the Orioles. You know, he was a good yeah. pitcher then. And, you know, I don't think a, a Hall of Famer, but uh, you know, he's. What do you think? I, I'm voting for him for the Hall of Fame, honestly, <laughs> just because, I mean, he pitched to 270 wins. Yeah. He's, um, I forget what his uh, his um, average yeah, right. you know, wins to losses. I think he's, mm-hmm. he's over 50 percent better, and it was all in the American League East. Good point. Every, you know, every bit of it was Boston, Yankees, uh, Blue Jays. Orioles, he's he, and then Tampa Bay. I mean, you look at it, and it, during the course of his career, the Yankees won how many um, World Series? The, the Red Sox won how many World Series? And yeah. um, Tampa Bay got to the World Series last year. You know, how, how many times did these teams go to the World Series? The American League and Toronto even had some wins during the course. Of his career. It's true. Um, all right, here here's the the stat line on uh, Mike Messina. But he just turned 40 in, in December, so he'll be 41 mm-hmm. this December. Made his Major League debut August 4th, 1991 with the Orioles. His last appearance uh, in a Major League game September 28, 2008. His win-loss record was 270 wins, 153 losses. His earned run average was 3.68, and his strikeouts were 2,813. So that's respectable, and that's a really good point, Greg. He did it all in the AL East. He did it all in the A, and then you look at his numbers. He's up there with Hall of Famers, guys that are in the Hall of Fame right now. He's right there with them. A couple other things, pretty interesting. His uh, some other career highlights for him he was a five-time All-Star. He was selected in '92, '93, '94, '97, and '99, and he's a seven-time Gold Glove Award winner. And that that was the other thing that you know really stands about him is and he really prided himself on being a, a fielding pitcher he was uh you know phenomenal um with mm-hmm. the glove and he actually won a gold glove last season didn't he in 2008 so yeah i believe he did he, he was he was amazing last year and and that just i mean to go out with a with the first 20 win um of his career i i just man i gotta i gotta put him in the hall of fame with with his stats where he is compared to others the league he was in and just what he did. I the only the only mark he has against him right now is no ring. Yeah, that's uh, that is that is a really crappy mark that pe- that 
sports writers tend to want. You got to have that ring, and you can be an amazing player and just not end up on a championship team. It's very easy because they don't have any other amazing players. Yeah. Or in the Yankees' case, just it didn't work out. You know, they make it there, and he pitches good. It just they didn't get the they didn't get the W that they needed and like that. So. Yeah. Yeah, the, the, her interesting stat, too, you just mentioned with, you know, his 21 season last year. It was his only 21 season. He won 15 games um, 11 times. Um, twice he was a 19-game winner. Three times he was an 18. Another two times he was a 17-game winner. So, uh, yeah, he definitely went out with a bang. I guess the one thing that's the one thing I'm, I worry about with Mussina is the, the pitchers in the era that he pitched with, you know, you have... Greg Maddox, Pedro Martinez, Kurt Schilling, Randy Johnson. I mean, the list goes on and on. Um, you know, and these are guys that I think will be coming up around the same time as him. Um, mm-hmm. a, a lot of them are still pitching. You wonder how long they're going to go for, but you have to imagine that they're probably going to come up pretty close to the same time that he will. And, you know, who who goes in first, you know, and who, you know, in what order, so... This is going to be it's going to be interesting because you had some really good pitchers with some really you know high marks here. It, the list does go on and on. The the thing is though, I mean, Smoltz and Maddox and uh, Glavin, they are incredible pitchers, no doubt. Do they have the league that Moose had, you know, to to face? And then the other guys are power pitchers. Yeah, I know, like um, Randy Johnson and Kurt Schilling and all these guys. They were they were they were power pitchers. They had they had pitches that went a whole lot faster than Moose could throw. But Moose still got all these wins stacked up without that arm. Yeah. He didn't have to overpower. He out he outthought him. Yeah, he did. He had he had an arsenal. He had you know good arrangement of pitches, and he knew how to use them. I mean, um, not a lot of guys have a knuckle curve and can certainly use it like Moose did. Then the ability to adapt too. I mean, he I know it was it was very late in his career. You know it was not last year the year before he only had 10 wins he comes back the next year and gets 20 i mean mm-hmm. he saw what he needed to do he went out there and he fixed it and he came in and he blew people away yeah people could not could not get him you know you 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 got me convinced now greg <laughs> <laughs> you won me over he's got my vote all right man any uh, any other baseball news on your mind did you see that um Bobby Abreu got picked up by the Angels. Yeah, good for them. Good for the Angels. Good for Bobby. I, I liked Bobby. And, I uh, really wish he was still a Yankee. <laughs> 100 yeah. RBIs, I mean, come on. Yeah, I saw a really interesting stat this morning, and it was, you know, players that have active um, streaks of 100 RBIs or more. And I think uh, it was A-Rod wasn't, you know, had the most right now. I want to say he had maybe somewhere around the neighborhood of 10 seasons in a row that he's had 100 or more RBIs. Then you had Albert Poulos, and then, and I must say, Albert had like seven maybe. And then at six, you had Bobby Abreu. And they were the only three that really have, you know, put together a, a string of seasons that consistently been 100 RBIs or more. So, uh, yeah, I think the Angels, uh, you know, they're going to have to really... for a steal. Yep. <laughs> one season. One yep. year... Five million dollars. I mean, come on. Why didn't anybody jump on him? For- yeah, he was. He stayed a free agent for much longer than I would have expected. So, yeah. You know, they, everybody's like, "Oh, he's our backup to Manny." Why would you want Manny over a Brave? 
Abreu, yeah, his defense is declining a little bit, but Manny's ain't good at all. Yeah. Yes, Manny is the most prominent hitter or whatever. You know, he's he's just he's an amazing hitter. He really is. I despise the man, but yeah. he's an amazing hitter. And but he brings all that drama. And yes. Abreu just goes out there, and everybody loves him. You know, every time they t- you you read any article about Bobby Abreu, it's how the teammates want him there. He brings the team up. He he helps guys. He he hangs out with the younger guys. He, his work is strong. You know, and I'm like, why wouldn't you want him with his hundred RBIs, his you know twenty to thirty home runs a year? And he had slightly less than great defense, but I mean, it, it wasn't awful if he had the right, um, f- right field for him. So yeah. I don't know. I was wrong. It's Abreu has seven seasons in a row with a hundred more RBIs, and um, you know he he's close to having nine because in two thousand and one he had a hundred and ten. He had a little off season in oh, um, two thousand and two. He had only had eighty five. But uh, everything after that, he's been 100 or more. Yeah, it's the class act. You're right. He's you know he's good in the clubhouse. He's um, and he's not that old. He's turning 35. You know, and you know baseball today, most players are are playing you know until they're you know 40 uh, most times and are pretty productive. So I I think Bobby's got another two three seasons left in him if he stays healthy. Uh, yeah. And, and really productive baseball, and then you know drop off after that. But yeah, but he's staying in, in the AL, and you know if he needs to be a DH, so be it. You know. Um, yeah, because they got they got an overabundance of uh, outfielders over there in in LA. That's for sure, or Anaheim or wherever. Yeah. <laughs> let's let's say it together: the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Am I right? Yep. <laughs> All right. Here we go again. You know those angels have been a, a thorn in our side for so many years, um, and this just adds to it. <laughs> yeah, when we went to we went to New York, didn't we see them play the Yankees pl- uh, play the Angels? At, uh, yes, we did. Stadium, yeah, and they we saw the Angels beat the Yankees. <laughs> they beat them ten to six. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, speaking of seeing the Yankees, uh, Gilbert posted uh, my wall today. He said uh, you know, he'd love for you and I to come down there for spring training sometime. So. Uh, I said, uh, you know, we maybe have to plan it out for next season or something. But uh, I told him I could. Feel, yeah. I told him I could feel the hangover developing already. And you, <laughs> he, you and him uh, reunited in Florida. That's going to be trouble. Yeah, that that would cause issue. <laughs> Hopefully, it's going to be a winning season for the Yankees. We'll have to uh, we'll see how it goes. But you know, first year in the new ballpark, the original Yankee Stadium opened in what 1923. Am I right? Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. they won the World Series that year. So you know, we got to keep a tradition, right? Yeah, we definitely got to keep a tradition. First game, first home run was Babe Ruth, so a Yankee's going to have to pick that up too. <laughs> yeah, no, totally. We'll uh, we'll see who it is. It's, pro- it's probably going to be one. It's probably going to be an unlikely uh, player. Who was the last Yankee that has the home run at the stadium? Wasn't it Molina? <laughs> yes, it was. It was Jose Molina. <laughs> yeah, the unlikely guys. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. I was I was rooting for Jose. I was like, come on, Jose. Yeah, those Molinas are, are they're good catchers, and uh, you know he's. I'm really glad he's a Yankee, and I'm glad they stuck with him. This is what the third season now that. Uh, yep, this will be his third season, yeah. and uh, I probably probably is going to be his last season. Yeah, I, I'm gonna. I'm, I don't think I'm going too far out on a limb to say that, and it's too bad too because he is he's a great, you know, great backup. You know, you can't ask for a better backup. 
you know, stinks that he couldn't bring more offense last year. It would have been nice, but, you know, when, when Jorge went down. But, yeah. hey, he's a great backup, and hopefully this year that's that's the role he gets to play because when he comes in every fifth day, he just he, – he really brings those kids along, some of the younger yeah. guys along. Or he was, you know, he's in there with Moose, and those two hooked it up quite a few times to, to take other teams to task. So, Absolutely. The uh... – Pitching staff likes working with them, and that's um, that's the most important thing. So, mm-hmm. absolutely. All right, Greg. Well, let's wrap this up, and uh, we'll uh, you know pick it up next time. I think uh, right. you know we'll try to do this once a week. Later, bro. Good night, everybody, and go Yankees. Twelve hours till uh, pitchers and catchers report. So. Yes, I think I saw a preseason game start February twenty fifth. So right around the corner. Right. That is really right. Right there. <laughs> All right, man. And uh, the Classic starts, too, pretty quick, too. That's right. World Baseball Classic. Awesome. We'll we'll be talking about that, too. So, all right. All right. Signing off. See you.